0: Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson.
1: And I'm Regan Gunchieski, bringing you all things Hillsdale Charger Sports.
0: Today we have a very special guest. The big man down low. The man on the block. The guy you go to when you need a bucket. Pat Cartier, Redshirt Sophomore Center for the Hillsdale College Men's Basketball Team. Pat, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Super excited to have you on. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about, though, was going back to, obviously, last weekend to where you guys were supposed to be playing your first games against Salem. Unfortunately, those were canceled due to uh, due co- COVID outbreaks on the team. And I know Salem actually had a couple guys as well. Just kind of take us through your thought process and how that whole weekend went down and how your team has responded to it.
2: Well, yeah, the um, original schedule was that we were going to play a game uh, the week before Thanksgiving, and then the Sunday after Thanksgiving we are going to play at Salem, and then there was obviously some talk about doing back-to-back games the weekend before, Saturday and Sunday. And then obviously those ended up getting canceled, but now we've just got to focus on conference, I think. Um, obviously a lot of schools around the country are going through the same stuff, so I think we're just fortunate to be uh, starting as soon as we are.
0: What what was kind of Coach Starp's message to you guys through that whole time period? Again, because there was a lot of uncertainty. When were you guys going to play? Were you guys even going to get a chance to play? You guys ended up not even being able to. But again, Saturday, Sunday. You guys were going to go Saturday, hmm. Saturday. You know, what was Coach Starp saying just to, just to be ready this whole time, or what was kind of his message?
2: Pretty much, yeah. I mean, uh, be ready, uh, whatever happens. Uh, he was doing his best to uh, try and make games happen, get us a couple um, games under our belt before we hit conference. But
0: obviously wasn't able to happen, and now we're just – Ready to move forward. So I want to take you back to obviously last season. This is the first time that we've been able to talk since a year ago. Obviously, you guys did so many good things on the court, but going to you specifically, I mean, you finished first team uh, all G Mac. You were G Mac freshman of the year. You were my pick for uh, player of the year. Uh, but you know, obviously, you redshirted as a freshman. You got that year under your belt. Going into last season, were those goals that you wanted to hit, and how satisfied were you with the season that you had?
2: Yeah, I, I think for sure those were goals I wanted to hit like individually. Um, sucks about the team goals. What obviously wanted to win the conference tournament and make the national tournament. But um, like I said, again, we're just looking forward to this season. I think we got a lot of our uh, main guys back from last year. So I'm super excited to get after it.
1: And you have a big game coming up this Thursday that we're hopefully going to play against yep. Kentucky Wesleyan. Uh, Pat, I've heard that the basketball team, there's a few players who have some weird pregame rituals. Are you one of those players, and what will you be doing to prepare for this game?
2: Normally, um, I don't really do any pregame rituals. I normally wear same pair of uh, compression shorts and socks, if that's weird. I don't know at all. But um, And then me and Peter do a stretching routine. Peter Kaltoff uh, before the game, but that's that's about it. Nothing too weird.
1: And, Pat, last year, the Kentucky Wesleyan was the number eight seed. You guys were the number one seed. They knocked you out in the first round of the G-Max. That had to sting a little bit. Mm-hmm. They got h- hot from the three-point line. What's the game plan going into this game on Thursday?
2: Um, <clears throat> I think, I mean, like you said, limit their uh, three-point attempts. Uh, they're obviously much – they got some transfers from last year, and they've had our number uh, from last year. I think we went 0-2 against them last year, so – Yeah, obviously bitter taste in our mouths from last year and looking forward to hopefully a little bit of a revenge game coming this week.
0: Talking to Pat Cartier here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM getting ready for their first game of the season this Thursday against Kentucky Wesleyan. And again, like Reagan was saying, you guys got knocked out by them last year. They have the big Russian on their team, right, who battles with you (laughs) down low. What is it about his game that's that's tough to guard?
2: He's... Uh, really, one of the bigger and stronger guys that I play against. Um, I think he's like about six ten, six eleven, and he's got some meat on him too. So I think just uh, being able to uh, play physical with him and limit his three point attempts because he was a pretty good shooter against us last year. So just making it tough for, as tough as possible for him and try and get him on the move a little bit on there's, when he's on defense.
0: There's clearly a lot of bad blood between you guys. You go back to the regular season when you guys played them at third place. Mm-hmm. You guys lost Davis Larson to injury against Trebecca the game before. You go into that game, lose right. on a buzzer beater. That game, I think both Coach Starp and their coach both got double T's for yelling at each other. Is that true? <laughs> uh, maybe? <Yeah>. I guess <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, again, there's no love lost. I mean, I think Kentucky right. Wesleyan's obviously had a very successful program, right? I mm-hmm. mean, they've won multiple national championships, has been a powerhouse now. They haven't really lived up to that since we've joined right. the GMAC. Right. Uh, but going against them really is a rivalry, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean... Go back to my, my redshirt year when I wasn't playing, they beat us on senior night pretty handily, which was, which was tough. And then going back to last year, obviously losing at the buzzer and then getting knocked out in the tournament. So we've had some tough battles with them in the past. Um, definitely they're an improving program, something I think uh, a team that my freshman year, maybe we didn't take it seriously, but now I think for sure we're uh, going to be ready for
0: Thursday. Let's talk about Davis Larson for a second, obviously a senior captain on this team, a uh, fellow Packer of yours, got <laughs> hurt a year ago and right before that Kentucky Wesleyan game, obviously didn't play the rest of the season with the torn ACL. Mm -hmm. He's back, uh, obviously looking for him to do some big things this year. What are you looking at uh, so far with Davis Larson, how he has showed up, and what has he brought to the table now that he's back for your guys' campaign?
2: Obviously, um, Dave's one of our uh, captains from last year, coming back this year. Um, I think just getting him back to healthy has been a big major thing for us. When we first started practices and everything, he still wasn't full go, Uh, just about a couple of weeks ago he was able to get, get up and down go five and five again so just having his presence on the floor obviously he's such a good shooter and really good down low a uh, great dual threat guy for us and also really good on the defensive end physical guard so it's gonna be uh, awesome having him back
1: and when we had Connor on the show he talked a lot about how the game plan really for the season is to feed it to you guys in the post down low what are you guys what are you seeing out of the post players and what's your guys's mindset
2: um I think uh a guy that I really play well with um, two guys I guess uh, Tavon and uh, Austin year just their passing ability is really incredible I haven't really ever played with anyone who's uh, as good of passers as they are so I think uh, just working off each other be able to feed each other on the high low and stuff like that and then obviously Connor and uh, our other guards are gonna do their thing so
1: and you're definitely you know I think rely on all of each other to kind of take the pressure off of each other because mm-hmm. Pat you definitely have a target on your back this year, and how does that feel going into the season?
2: Um, I mean, I think the our team, a little bit, kind of reigning uh, Gmac champs, have have somewhat of a target on their back. But getting knocked out, like I said, is a bitter taste. So we're just ready to uh, come back stronger this year.
0: I think you're going to see, and going off of Reagan's point too. You know, people are game planning against you. Mm-hmm. You know, with the, the numbers you put up a year ago, obviously where you finished uh, in you know in the Gmac All Selection Teams. How how much have you emphasized and how much, how much has Coach Sharp emphasized you kind of dishing the ball, reading the double team when the ball gets down in the post? Because you know that's going to happen this season. Um, for
2: sure, like a lot. Um, Like I said, Austin is one of those guys who's really, really good at that. You know, seeing when the double comes and being able to kick it out. So kind of just learning from him, seeing uh type of things that he does and uh, picking my spots to uh, get a bucket, picking my spots to uh, find open guys.
0: You mentioned uh, Connor Hill, obviously mm-hmm. the other senior this year for the squad and a guy that wears, you know, his heart in his sleeve, you know, really the Energizer bunny when it comes to you guys uh, on the floor. What is it like playing with Connor Hill, and how much does he mean to this team?
2: Um, Like Coach Sarf says, he's kind of a bit of a junkyard dog, I think. Um, (laughs) Being able to uh, lock up the other team's best player and being one of the best passers in the country, I think um, he's a really special player, and I'm looking forward to uh, more of a breakout season this year for Connor.
1: And I think I go back to this question every episode, but it's become one of my favorite. Okay. You mentioned you're going against this guy at K-Dub. He, he's scrappy, and it's a tough battle. Mm-hmm. Will you try to get in his head a little bit, kind of like um, trash talk?
2: Um, I never really – I would never say I start trash talk. Maybe if some guy says something to me, then I'll but say something back. But you finish it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll maybe I'll say something back if, like, if a, someone else on the on the other team says something to me but i'm not really a guy that trash talks too much
1: and my next question is you know, i just love having basketball players in because i have so many questions about your team um coach tharp he's so fiery and he's yeah. like he'll run past half court and just yeah. start yelling <laughs> what is that like having a coach that's just ready to go to battle for you guys he wants to get teed up it seems like sometimes
2: <laughs> yeah i mean he he definitely he wears his heart on his sleeve like you said about connor and marty um he is a really fiery guy. Uh, last year, we had uh, Coach Schwanney uh, able to pull him back a couple times. So hopefully, our new assistant coaches will be able to do that this year, too. What,
0: what do you think about when we're talking to Pat Cartier on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, but what do you think about when Coach Starp starts getting on his hands and he starts slapping slap the floor. Slap the floor. <laughs> Come on, Pat, I need you to get that block.
2: I mean, that's definitely a uh, energy uh, boost when we are we need a big stop, he's slapping the floor. So yeah, that's awesome. Love having a uh, roundy uh, as a big energy boost for us.
0: You mentioned your assistant coaches, obviously Coach mm-hmm. Kevin Bradley, Eric Weiss, um, Coach Choi. Yep. Obviously you guys have three new assistant coaches. What's it been like? How have they helped you so far in this, in this early season and gearing up for games? I
2: think, um, as much as we've uh learned from them, I think they've learned a lot from us too, and just getting comfortable with those guys. I think they've picked up our offense and everything really fast they've been uh they've been awesome We haven't really missed a beat I don't think from last year, and I'm just looking forward to having those guys around for a couple more years.
0: You talk about obviously you said tavon and mm-hmm. Austin you know you guys being in and out of each other and being able to you know feed each other the rock when you guys need to. you guys have kind of. Mixed around with that big lineup this year, and I think yep. uh, from what I can tell is what you guys are going to roll it out on Thursday, maybe with yeah. Davis at the two. <laughs> Davis at the two, the shooting guard, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's going to be really cool. I yeah. think. I mean, I mean, you guys are s- going to be such an issue defensively for teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, not to mention, I think Tavon with his ability to guard yep. multiple positions, I really think he's a guy that can guard one through five if you really need him to. I think that's going to be really special for you guys. But what a lineup you guys are going to be able to roll out.
2: I know. We're going to be big and long. It's going to be awesome. I think we, we match up really well with Kentucky Wesleyan just because they, they start a little bigger as well. Um, Tavon's a guy that we, he really improved his three-point shot from last year, which is big for, obviously, uh, three-man. Uh, need that three-point shooting. And Dave and Con can stroke it, too. So looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Uh,
0: the guy everyone calls Roof, Cole Now, <laughs> obviously played as a true freshman a yep. year ago. Really like his game and the mm-hmm. way he handles the offense. Obviously can play both guard positions. What do you like about Cole's game and how much does he bring to the table, even when he's if he's going to start or off the bench?
2: Yeah, I think Cole, when you look at Cole, he's kind of a uh, mini Connor Hill. Um, not smaller, but... <laughs> I think he's bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like it's the, hard to be minier than Connor, right? Yeah, <laughs> just the type of things that he can do. Um, lock the other team's best player up. Uh, Gives a good three-point stroke, find the open guys, things like that. Definitely looking for an awesome second year out of him this year.
1: And who are we looking, besides Cole, to have really like a breakout year?
2: Um, I think a couple guys that I'm really looking forward to seeing them hopefully get minutes are uh, Jack Golke, uh, Kyle Gessler, Peter, and like uh, Noah Applegate probably. I would say those t- those guys. It's been tough, obviously, getting chemistry with a lot of those guys just because a lot of us are in and out of quarantine, different guys getting contact trace and stuff like that. But I think now uh, that we're all back together, hope- when we get the season rolling, uh, mm-hmm. We'll be ready to go.
1: And how has you know quarantine really affected team chemistry? Because I really think that is one of the most important aspects of sports. Right,
2: for sure. I mean, it. Ha- I mean, obviously, it has. I think every every team in the country has probably had some level of that as well. Um, just being able to play with uh, play with your teammates is huge. And um, different guys, have, like I said, have been in and out. So um, I think getting getting everyone back for practice, uh, I think tomorrow is going to be awesome, and we'll be
0: ready to go. What's this testing thing looked like for you guys? Because <laughs> yeah. I know you guys are doing something ridiculous right now with the, the governor's orders right. and testing every six days a week, right? Mm-hmm. So
2: the NCA rule, I believe, is once you've tested positive, you don't have to do another test for the next three months. So I fall in that boat, and I think nine, eight or nine other guys on the team also do. So I think those guys, starting Monday, starting tomorrow, are going to get tested uh, six days a week, so that's cross, crossing funny. our fingers for no positive yeah,
0: it's the swab right <laughs> oh. i think i don't i, I, I haven't do been tested by i can only yet. do that once you yeah. Know? Yeah. i was oh. like this it yeah. hurts that's so tough. bad i'm Scratching avoiding the brain. That. <laughs> oh stop yeah. I,
1: oh that's awful how <laughs> was that like did you get tested through your nose
2: <laughs> i got tested during the summer and um i haven't gotten tested at, at, at school yet but no the tests are brutal yeah oh, my <laughs> God.
1: i'm trying to avoid that but i think we're very thankful that you guys are able to play yeah um and do you guys talk, I guess? Like, do you have to wear masks during the game?
2: No. I think on the bench we do, and the coaches obviously are going to have to wear um, masks, but I'm, I'm thankful that we're not, not going to have to wear them before because that would be brutal. Getting enough oxygen. <laughs> I you go with the paper mask or do you go with a gator? I don't know. you a gator would, guy or what? I might just go with – I like the medical ones, low-key. I like the paper masks, too. It's uh, yeah. to a play-in, for yeah. sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, um,
1: They're definitely thinner. I don't – you know, I think more breathable.
0: yeah. It's easier to hold on to the gator. Yeah, and you can always. I don't know if you want to. I'll probably end up chin
2: strapping it honestly
0: (laughs) if we do do that. So. Well, how how dare you? Yeah. (laughs) There's the other thing too, as we talk about you know different restrictions and stuff that you guys have to have now. You guys aren't going to have any fans. Yeah.
2: Uh, Which so
0: so let's talk about that. I mean, obviously, one, no fans. Obviously, you want momentum Mm -hmm. on your side in home games, but. What about your family, man? I mean, your family can't come to the games.
2: I know, that's, yeah, that's brutal. Um, I think playing on our home floor, first of all, is really nice just being in uh, at the Don Tibbetts uh, Arena is awesome, just the floor is super nice and everything, but yeah, not having that little boost of energy uh, when we're kind of getting a couple buckets going, keeping that momentum is going to be challenging, and obviously we have, none of us on the team have dealt with something like that before, so, I mean, we always say, bring our energy maybe when we have, like, lower attendance games and stuff like that, so we're looking forward to Getting back out there, giving our own energy and everything.
0: Well, that's the thing too, is that you guys have one of the most energized benches. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, you guys are are missing Noah Caltab, yeah, who won't be <laughs> screaming on the on the bench right. ferociously. Uh, but that is a kind of a cool thing that you guys do have on the bench. With, mm-hmm. You know, it, everyone's standing up, everyone's getting excited. I mm-hmm. think that. That is a big key to your guys' success.
2: Yeah, I think that speaks to, you know, the family atmosphere that Coach Starp's built, um, how we all just get excited for each other. Everyone's happy when we're getting buckets, when we're not getting excited for stops and everything. So, um, yeah, our bench is awesome.
1: And we mentioned your family. Now, there's something special about you, Pat. You have a twin brother. Yep. Tell me about your twin brother real quick.
2: He um, goes to University of Madison uh, in Wisconsin um he's in a frat so he's frat boying it up having having a good time
1: (laughs) so he's what i'm hearing is he's not quite the basketball star that you are
2: he was in high school he was more of a football guy he could have played football in college but he chose to uh, go to wisconsin do you
1: guys ever play one-on-one or is he too afraid to go against Um, gmack freshman we
2: definitely did it in high school and how tall is he He's six three or six three and a half. Oh, so you just well, dunk yeah. right over him? Well, you kind of pushed him so. around in the womb. Is that,
0: that's <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah, uh, yeah a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, so did he play basketball with you in high school? Yeah, he
2: did. He played okay. basketball, and he was like I said, he was more of a football guy. He was, was he the on stud. the
0: court when you hit your uh, your very famous he was, game winner?
2: He was on the bench, but yeah, he oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: you got you played football in high school too. Yeah. And. I know he was more of a football guy, but right. would you say you're probably better at football or than uh, him?
2: Let's not get into that. Maybe we have this debate. All the He's time. too worried
0: <laughs> his brother's gonna hear it. Yeah, we. Can I have just this know debate. if you want to throw a grenade at the Peterson house, and bring up one of those questions like <laughs> who is better, and then you have like a three-hour debate because yeah. he just runs around in a circle. <laughs> but yeah, again, I think that, like you said, like you're not you not being able to have your family there will be tough, but that's how it is for everyone right, right now. Right, yeah. Which is which is really really a shame.
2: Yep.
1: Do they typically? You're from Wisconsin. Do they mm-hmm. typically make? How far away is that? Pat?
2: Um from my hometown, it's about five hours. Do they typically
1: on. make every game?
2: They don't make. They don't normally make every game, but they mm-hmm. definitely make their fair share. I'd say my parents were about at about mm, probably half the games, maybe wow. a little more, depending on like location and stuff like that. So, and I had some extended family come. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's always a good uh, little motivation boost before games and everything. So that's gonna suck, but. Everyone's dealing with it. Got to push through it.
1: Maybe it'll feel a little bit more like a, an AAU game, I feel like. Because yeah. there's not like a huge crowd there. And right. AAU games, there's always something different about it. I think mm-hmm. a little bit of like an adrenaline hype. Little, yeah. It's fun.
2: Yeah, like I said, I mean, earlier, you got to bring your own energy. And um, it's, it's going to be tough, especially playing in the, uh, Hillsdale's Arena, which is like, uh, kind of big. So having that empty is going to be weird for sure. But I think we'll be ready.
0: I'll, I'll be there. I hope you know that. Awesome. <laughs> I'll, be I'll be there cheering you on. That'll uh, be enough. Yeah, come on. <laughs> No, I do think there's something to be said though about you creating your own energy and just mm-hmm. like just being excited about everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. you just kinda have to build that within you and I think you're one hundred percent right, Reagan. The AAU atmosphere is really gonna have to come out because when you play AAU games, as you would know, mm-hmm. you just kinda have to build that on yourself. You hit a big yep. shot, you're gonna let you're gonna let your teammates know I just right. hit a big shot.
2: Right, I mean, when you look at other conferences, a lot of them aren't starting until January. So, I mean, I think we're really blessed to be starting uh, a month earlier than a lot of those guys. So it's going to be awesome.
1: I think Coach Tharp in itself will bring at least enough energy for (laughs) accounting for one crowd. It's going to stink not having, like, Alex and David Graham there in the student section, but (laughs) he'll definitely bring enough energy.
0: What, for you guys, obviously a year ago you talked about, you know, that – bad taste that last season left in your mouth obviously the goal this year is to get back to that tournament as a number one seed Mm -hmm. and win that tournament Mm -hmm. how are you guys going to go about that through the rest of the season and it starts on thursday how are you guys going to continue to go that way
2: i mean i think the only way you can go about it is just taking it one game at a time and focusing on who you have in front of you and being as present as possible and then um, the end result hopefully take care of itself
0: and for you obviously is Player of the Year a, a major goal of yours this year?
2: I mean, I think that's a goal, and I think it's uh, pretty attainable for me this year. Um, I think we got to come together as a team and uh, do our jobs, and Russell take care of itself.
1: Marty is willing to go to war for you to win this Player of the Year. I, I hope you realize that.
2: Listen,
0: got a little I, fan club over if here. If I <laughs> was, if I had a major media outlet, you would have seen my article <laughs> about you how, have Pat, a- how Pat Cartier – didn't was snubbed from a player of the year um usually right when you're player of the year usually the best team on the best or best player on the best team right or put up the best stats on the best team
2: right mm-hmm. i mean there are some really <laughs> talented guys in the conference last oh, day, so i'm not absolutely i'm not super But so heard about humble, it. So humble. <laughs> absolutely
1: um there's two things you have a major media outlet the collegian and um true. charger <laughs> rundown pretty That's popular true, marty. marty pretty popular <laughs> Second thing, maybe for Christmas I'll get you um a Patrick Cartier Adopt a Charger shirt.
0: Oh. Or you could get it for I yourself. Why? Because <laughs> I have roommates. Yeah, true. Oh, that's true. I, I love you Pat, but that I would be even you could better, wear right? it, in that would make, secret. it even, make it even better. <laughs> Pat, one more thing before we let you go. Obviously, we know how big of a sports fan you are. Mm-hmm. The Green Bay Packers versus What the Bears. is their ceiling this year? Are you? Do you think the Green Bay Packers have what it takes to get to another Super Bowl? I
2: think as long as we get uh, twelve behind center, anything's possible.
0: Wow! <laughs> really?
2: What do you think the Lions' uh, ceiling is, Marty?
0: <laughs> Hopefully, it's very low, so we can. Trevor get Lords, baby, get, take for Tra- Trevor. Take. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's too late for Trevor. We already won a couple games. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Um. I like I like the Packers. I think the Packers are my NFC pick right now. Yeah. To, be, to be fair, I mean yeah. I think the NFC is way worse than the AFC this year. Usually it's flipped. Right. Uh, but this year the NFC is terrible, including the disgusting NFC East. I know. Teams, uh, Reagan, your your Steelers obviously yes. are ten and zero. I still think the Chiefs Ruzz. are the best teams. Best best <laughs> team in the NFL.
1: This really ticks me off when you say that. I'm, um, but Packers Steelers. Um, We're we're down for a rematch. Um, They did break my heart. What was that back in 2010? 10. No, I think it was 2008. I don't know. Broke my heart. I cried. I didn't want to go to school the next (laughs) day. But uh, Pat, we'll see you in the Super Bowl for a rematch.
0: Let's go, baby. Pat Cartier, we want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Best of luck on Thursday. And we're going to have you on again, obviously, to uh, Celebrates a couple wins and gets you rolling through the rest of the season, man. Appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate it. And thank you for listening to Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale, one hundred one point seven FM.